All right, welcome back to the Incredibles podcast. I got my guys, Steven and Brennan here. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. You know, another busy day. Just ready to dive in here and uh, yeah, really get into the podcast and see what's going on. I'd say I'm, I'm say I'm feeling pretty incredible, if you ask me. Steve's but, always uh, feeling incredible. I love it. <laughs> I don't think there's any other way I could feel. Very true, very true. We, ha- we have a very, very special episode, um, as all our episodes are going to be very special, but we have a, I don't know what we're going to call it, it's Incredibles Award Show. Feels a little too basic to me. Maybe we can just like live, like workshop a name for the episode here. What do you, what do you guys think we should call it? Brennan's our name guy, so we have to go to That's him. That's true. Brennan is our, our idea and our name guy. Yeah, um, hmm. I might, I might need to think about this a little bit while we're talking. Okay, I'll yeah, get us a name by the end. Let's but... get into it, and then we'll, we'll yeah, hopefully we'll have a name. That's the goal for the episode, actually. Come up with the name for the episode. <laughs> we're not aiming high here. <laughs> um, but basically what we're doing is we have a bunch of, like, categories or, like, awards to give out for the first Incredibles movie. And a bit of a deep dive into the movie. Talk about some characters, our favorite stuff, that sort of thing. Um, and then like, we'll have a couple nominees for each category or award, and then we'll kind of talk about it and then conclusively give our, our winner. And then like, it's, it's going to go off the rails. Like I can already just expected with us. So yeah. Anything else to add before we dive into it, boys? Uh, I'd say that was a perfect summary. I'd say we just got right into it. Okay. So the Incredibles, um, obviously it's what our podcast is about. First movie initially released November 5th, 2004. Um, and uh, if you want to watch it and have not seen it for some reason, it is available on Disney+. Plus. Um, want to play a game? Guess the IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah, let's go. I'd say it's probably like a 96. Okay, what's your what's yours, Rotten Tomatoes? Brennan, the honor system for no cheating right now. Brennan's left right now. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you now. What happened there? Sorry about that. I'm, I'm going. I'm locking in a. I'm locking in a 9.8. Like it's a great movie. Like it doesn't get much better than that. It, how can you be a critic of it? So 9.8. Okay, good. Good guesses. Good guesses. You guys split the difference. It's 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, but uh, IMDb, it's only an eight out of ten. So IMDb is trash. IMDb is a little more more scummy, I guess. They they're not feeling it. And then. I have another- uh, yeah, keep going. And then Metacritic, I I have never heard of this one. It's ninety percent. I kind of ran them. Never heard of Metacritic. I've like never heard of it, heard but I've never used it. Yeah, nobody uses it. Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad I'm <laughs> with the majority. And um, the budget was ninety two million dollars U S. And the box office was six hundred thirty three million dollars U S. So there's a little little background of that. Um, in, it's in the wait 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 in the essence of the uh episode um topic i think we need to talk about the awards that it won and was nominated that is that is uh let's do it so first i'm gonna pose another question to you guys how many uh awards was it uh nominated for and how many did it win okay so i'm just trying to think back when was the oscars for animated movies I don't think it won an Oscar. When was the animated movie category created? It, it existed. It existed? Okay. I think yeah. it got nominated for that. I don't think it won that. It's just because every Pixar movie gets nominated. But I don't think it won that. Okay. And then I'm going to I'm gonna hedge and go three awards nominated for because 
I like I feel like I just I just feel good with three you know you have Samuel Jackson in there potentially like that was a good performance and then the music I feel like had potential as well so I'm gonna lock in with three okay Brennan um yeah I think I, I would lock in two I just think um you know obviously if you're gonna dive into and really dissect it is it could have I'd have to go with all the categories of winning is, but you know, you know, we, I think everyone here knows how much it could actually win if you really dissected it and gave it a fair chance. But I think we've talked about it a little bit in, in the past episode is how this was such ahead of its time talking about all the different things it covered um, that in 2021 are a great topic, you know, such as, you know, I think uh, Steven's good quote there is just because you have superpowers doesn't lead to a super life. So it was such ahead of its time. And that's, so I think, <laughs> sorry. Wasn't that your quote or was that my quote? That was, no, your, that was quote, your quote. Steve. That was your quote, wow. Steven. So, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, so I think it was ahead of its time. So I'm going to say two awards because it's still a great movie in that, but uh, definitely could have cleaned up more. I think in, if, if Incredibles 1 came out in 2021, I think it would clean up more, but I'm going to say two still. Well, boys, I hate to disappoint you. Oh, no. But you guys severely underestimated the power of the incredibles oh gosh <laughs> you, incredibles. Know who else, you know who else has been severely underestimated what when uh syndrome underestimated the family this is true <laughs> that family. is very true <laughs> you with that no but uh what are we, it was there's no reason. 123 nominations on awards <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and 67 <laughs> wins <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, maybe, I don't think I'm Steve. I don't think I'm underestimating because I maybe just have no idea how the awards work for movies. <laughs> I, I thought there was gonna be like the top, like I thought there was maybe like 15 awards in total. No, I was no, literally no. only thinking of the Oscars and then the other one, the Golden Globes. That's all okay, I was well, thinking. Let me, let me give you a quick little uh, walk through memory lane here. <laughs> the Incredibles was actually nominated for four Oscars. And won two of them, including Best Animated Film and Best Achievement in Sound Editing. The other two was nominated Okay, I was kind of on the... Is sound yeah. editing just, like, it's not the music, right? There's different ones for music. Sound editing is, yeah, that that's different. So it's a, it's a little ambiguous because, like, they keep changing those categories. There's, like, sound mixing versus sound editing. No one really knows what the difference is on okay. that one. But uh, it would be, like, yeah, like, the sound effects and all that stuff. It's not the music. But it's like the I don't think I could be totally wrong. That's my interpretation. The other ones it was nominated for best original screenplay. Okay, and, see, I knew Brad Bird's directing would have like and like writing and, and stuff. And then there's the thing it was also a nominated for best achievement in sound mixing, but didn't win. So that's where it's like ambiguous. But it's like the same people nominated. So it's like I have no idea what really the difference is. We'd have really, to do imagine that. getting getting snubbed for sound mixing, but you won sound editing. It doesn't make sense. We should really do a whole episode about the Oscars yeah. sound mix. It's a sound edit debacle. But then there's the uh, the British, the BAFTA Awards. Which it won oh, yeah, I best, totally didn't. Best Feature Film. Really? And then, yeah. And then it was nominated in... Um, there's all these, like, random ones. Um, yeah, probably, like, a lot of, like, smaller film festival award shows, maybe, of, or something. Exactly. Um, it did... Samuel L. Jackson was... Oh, wait. This is a mistake. <laughs> this is, it says for the for the BET Awards, Best Actor Samuel L. Jackson for Coach Carter. <laughs> Maybe, nice. I, think, I don't know what because then it also has BET Comedy Awards, and then he he won it for 
uh in an animated theatrical film oh. so I, it's a little ambiguous but um the golden globes it was nominated for best motion picture comedy or musical um in addition it also was a nominee at the grammys for best uh, score soundtrack for a motion picture grammys, also, wow. i didn't know um, that but I guess that M- is a category. MTV Movie Awards. It was only a nominee for Best Movie and Best On-Screen Team. And then for MTV Movie Awards Mexico, it was nominated <laughs> for Favorite Voice Actor in an Animated Film as the Victor Trujillo as the voice of Bob. I definitely didn't say that right. but uh, it's oh, so, the, oh, we the have to watch the Mexican movie. dub then. Yeah, we'll have to watch the Mexican <laughs> Um, he's significantly different teen choice awards nominee but uh yeah pulls out two oscars that that alone well we're close on the oscars if we're just guessing those yeah but have you guys heard of the annie awards because it cleaned up at it (laughs) what's the is that like animation awards annie's oh that might be it i was just thinking it was like annie the musical oh (laughs) but uh animated effects character animation character design character animation feature production music and animated production design storyboarding voice act voice acting and writing all winners dude this these awards is literally just a a grudge match of disney or of of disney and pick and dreamworks i'm I'm looking at the annie awards right now is it that would make sense it's from from 1992 when it looks like it started um, I guess Warner Bros. got two in that first decade. Um, it's, they've cleaned up the second decade. There's they got nine out of the ten those two studios, and then in the 2010s, um, Paramount got one, and Sony got one, and Netflix got one. So they went you know eight, nine, seven, six or wow. Disney DreamWorks. Hmm. One other thing that I think this is just important to point out. Guess who got a specific uh, a nominee um, at the Young Artist Awards? Um, young um, Artist? The the voice actor for Dash was specifically nominated for his work. Really? really? What's... Very interesting. Spencer Fox What's is that? his name, right? Yes. What's uh, Eli... How do you say his last name? He played Jack Jack. Eli... <laughs> A seal? <laughs> what did he get nominated for? I want to know if he was nominated, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was nominated for anything, but uh, he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Better question is, what has he been? Oh, he's only been in this. Fair enough. Hey, well, when you've seen the top, like, wait, why would you want to go? How can you go anywhere else when you've seen the top? That's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty good IMDb. The Incredibles? <laughs> The Incredibles, the video game. The Incredibles, when danger calls. Jack, Jack, attack. Incredibles two. Lego, the Incredibles. Anti Edna. <laughs> Wait, he was in Incredibles two, the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. What do you mean? Remember Mr. Incredible baby son with the hose. No, but like it was the same baby. It was the same, same voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, like ten years older, but he could still do it. I guess. <laughs> he could still be a baby. I love it. Okay. In like ten years. In 10 years, the guy didn't do a single thing else. <laughs> they were waiting. <laughs> yeah, there's a significant gap. Jack-Jack Attack 2005 starts where 2018 starts again. This kid's been, he was 
He was promised to be an Incredibles 2 and just was trained his whole life by his parents. And now he's and now he's took a casual baby. 13 years to perfect guy, the voice. That's actually why. Babies. Um, I the I got the hottest new fan theory is that why that's why they took 13 years for the next movie is he was perfecting his his da, his Jack Jack voice. Yeah, because he knew they knew he was going to be such a pivotal point in that movie of all his intro of his powers and stuff. They needed him to have it knocked down pat. I respect that they kept true to that. That's that's just like <laughs> that just speaks to the character of the Incredibles. Totally. But I gotta send this one image to you guys. Commitment. He um, yeah this this kid only plays babies. Like I don't know what's up with that. Hey, hey, when you find when you find what you're good at. <laughs> how old is he right now? This is what he um he voiced in this other short movie. What and, year? And this, uh, twenty nineteen. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then and then following like, that he just or pops old where he plays Get Jack Noir. The only thing he's done now is this show called Generation this year in one episode on HBO. He you know he found he really, a niche. He really changed. Good for how, him, yeah, man. How old is he? Gotta be fourteen or fifteen, right? His age is not public. Sixteen. Well, Famous birthdays? He's an Aussie actor. Interesting. I'm glad they went international to get him there. According to this, he is... He was born in 2002. He's actually now 17. He's male. He's 5'8". He's Australian. He's white. <laughs> he's a voice actor. His dad is Tony. His sister is Eleanor. He's currently single. And his Twitter... <laughs> it's just his name. Oh, good for him. Respect the grind. <gasps> oh... He's the son of famous Pixar animator. Oh. oh. Wow. There it is. There it is. A little bit of controversy there. A little there. bit of family connection politics. <laughs> but do you, you know what, though? Maybe he used a connection to get into the role, but I I dare you to find one person that say he didn't kill it as, as Jack-Jack. That is true. That is true. Like, maybe his dad got him in the role, or maybe his dad just got him the interview. We don't know. Yeah. But uh, he delivered. Well, let, let's know, remember, the movie was in 2005, and he was born in 2002. So he, at three years old, he was <laughs> It was honestly, it could have been one of those situations and, where the dad was, like, a little, like, like maybe, like, overworked, and he had to bring his uh, his kid into the, the office. And, like, Brad Bird was just chilling and then heard the kid, like, babbling well, about. Probably- he probably did it when he was only two years old because they would have made it in 2004. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I absolutely respect that at age two and age 16, he can play the same role. Yeah, but that's I, range, you know man. What? That's range. You know this is more, you know what I really respect? Is that on this website that I'm on, um, there's 10 facts about him. Oh, let's and go. Give me the 10 facts. I'm ready. For the 10 facts are already what I just listened to. Oh, that's how okay. I knew. He's single but, is uh, one fact. Yeah, but this is that's exactly what this is. It says there's two good facts. To date, he doesn't have a girlfriend because he's more focused on his career rather than being in a relationship. <laughs> Respect the commitment, bro. It's what it's all about. At the age of two, he had already dedicated himself to his craft. And then I, this one's a little weird for his thought about 16. So he's like, Eli has a good physique with a decent height, <laughs> standing at five foot eight. <laughs> Hey, he could be. He could grow up to be a giant, man. That is. I'm just that. 
Next oh, yeah. ten years, I'm telling you, he's gonna he's taking over the baby scene. Not, not a single movie's gonna have a baby. They're gonna yeah. do voiceovers for babies with him. It's like thirty five year old man voiceover. We we he he was ten months old. He was when he helped him make the Incredibles. The ten first months one. old. Wow. So he definitely did just bring his baby to work. Yeah. What's a baby now, doing ten months old? And now he's the most famous baby actor in the world. Yeah. <laughs> voice actor. He is the he is the baby voice actor. Although I will say though, hearing this at two years old, he dedicated to his art. I feel like a terrible young uh, older brother to Nash. Like my, I have a little nine year old brother for all our fans out there. And what am I doing? He's nine years old. And I haven't like I haven't got Nash dedicated to an art yet. Like, wow. yeah, what were you doing when he was only yeah, ten months doing... old? Okay, no, okay. This is a little suspicious. I think this is a little <laughs> suspicious. Here's my next theory for this guy. The dad brought home a voice recorder and just like played it for like literally like a whole week in front of his kid and recorded like. All the sounds. So many sounds. And that they just repurposed those into sounds for, like, the new movie. And apparently there is a Pixar popcorn Jack-Jack Parr episode that he's also voiced in in 2021 yeah, on Disney+. Yeah. yeah. That's that's another theory, but sick IMDB well, page nonetheless. Yeah, either way. Yeah, we definitely just uh, derailed there for a bit. But let's <laughs> get back to our topic at hand. Let's get into the, the main awards here. I'm... I'm sure that won't be the last time we deviate, but you know. First, a word from our sponsors. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors. You haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. <laughs> Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's anchor or nothing. All right. Let's get into the awards. The first award we got up here is the most rewatchable scene award. Um, so I'm going to hit you guys with a couple nominees that I have. And if you guys have any more to add, we'll do that. Um, sure. Do we need a description of this award? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So uh, the description we have here is a scene where you're able to watch and rewatch due to the repeated satisfaction fascination comedic value or endorphin release so i got the first dinner scene with uh the iconic um fight around the dinner table and sawing through the plates that scene um Classic. that's a good scene i got uh mrs incredible sneaking into the secret base also a classic a classic, classic. scene with like the fighting in the elevator and her body's like super stretched out and she's like kicking guys through the doors. Yeah. That scene. Um, I got the India golf niner niner disengage scene. That was when I was thinking. Um, I'm just getting a drink. The burning building scene. Fire and ice. Um, that one's a good one. That's a good one. And then dash running on water. That whole battle scene kind of at that island. Um, when they like, running on water and mixing in with like violet and the force shield, like, the force shield hamster ball thing was sick. Yeah. Hey, what about the um, a little bit of when they're going over whether like Ed not going over the different superheroes and get these glimpses at all the different superheroes? That's kind of cool. I, I like that scene too. Ones. That one's that one's pretty oh, sick building. scene. Oh, I was thinking there's two that I thought in my head. I I'm actually I always really kind of liked that very first uh fight with the Omni Droid. In the blue suit, the classic. 
Oh, okay. Just, like, where he's like, like too I, fat. Where he's so fat. And where he figures out he has to just like punch himself. Like yeah, like he's just uh, um, like yeah, he's like too fat. But then he also just um, just that whole like that battle. I thought that was a cool battle. Like it was his first mission uh, back. Yeah. So just kind of like. That is exciting. like the first it's, action it's first scene. Action. Yeah. yeah, I think you appreciate the totally. Uh, and not to mention the how it's set up for the very the this the solution to the movie. It had it could be debatably one of the most impactful scenes because that's how they figure out how to destroy the yeah, robot yeah. later on. It destroys and itself. The, other one the only thing that can that, destroy it is itself. It, exactly, such a true statement. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Elf, that. And then the other one I and which is just off of that one is. I think we got to appreciate the uh, Bob Parr uh, training montage of him slowly coming down. <laughs> of all the trains and, that, and stuff. And it, all the trains and that, you know, that constant checking the weight with the... With the, with the belt, yeah. Measuring, measuring uh, tape. I, I mean, that's, and I think that, that's better than like a Rocky one. Yeah, very. And it's just, yeah, it's very casual. Like um, That's, yeah, definitely a, t- a top two training montage of all time, I'd say. I'm gonna, In all seriousness, we just described a good chunk, like pretty much the whole movie ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's all pretty rewatchable, though. That's the thing. Yeah, the whole movie is rewatchable. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know if if this would if this does anything for you guys, but the scene where he um, like, has to like sneak into the like lava room on the computer. Ooh, that one's. And cool. then like learns out all the people that are dead. He sees that he's dead, and then he gets like shot with those like, um, I don't know what they were, but like those black like sphere ball yeah. things oh yeah i actually forgot about this and like i think crazy. honestly that's probably why it won a lot of awards because like pixar always like that scene <laughs> pixar always like <laughs> takes one like all their new movies is like yeah it's a six story whatever characters but they also love to just show off a new animation trick that someone learned or a new computer was able to do and i think mm-hmm. that was the scene for that one those like shiny balls and getting the actual good shine and like him to stick to his body it's like what like what was that like like who knows <laughs> that didn't it would it didn't really follow with any of syndrome's like technology it was just like there shooting balls at him this is this is the full i just uh sent you guys uh the scene that leads up to the train montage and honestly not a bad scene overall that the lava like the cool lava the, wall. The cool lava wall too. Yeah, right. They're just trying to show off some. You guys think like Mr. Incredible got to see himself as dead in the computer system, but obviously, as we know, he didn't die. He escaped. Do you think the, uh, any of the other guys that are classified as terminated actually didn't die and got away? That's Incredibles three. That might be Incredibles three, bro. We're gonna so. have to do a deep dive on that whole scene. I think that might be a, a full for- episode worth. Except for unfortunately, we know Gazer. We know Gazer being. We know, but I don't know if you've seen the uh, the popular other superhero animated movie Megamind. No, I haven't. He basically there's a guy there that fakes his death with the whole fake skeleton and puts his costume on it. So we didn't see Gazer Beam die on camera ever, right? So then you can't Uh, you can't count him out. All right, all right, I'll respect it. Um, do do we have a winner? This one's actually probably one of the toughest categories. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. What are we thinking? Like, when I was a kid, that dash running on water scene was my favorite, and I think it's still I think it's okay. still the most rewatchable for me. Okay, so that, I would say, too, I tried to imitate that at the lake, but trying to run on water on the <laughs> That's top. true. I definitely tried, tried to We all did, it. let's be honest. I bought water shoes to try and imitate it, because I thought that <laughs> would be my the fixing thing. If I put on water <laughs> shoes, like, it'd be a little more webbed, and I'd be able to do it. Um, so, for me, that... 
big influence on my life there. Like, you know. I think that's the winner. Yeah, that's the winner there. That's a, that's a pretty good winner. A lot of good nominees there. Um, next, what before we move on? Do we do we now? These are all generally um positive, but is there any scene that we find is not rewatchable? Oh, okay. Um, hmm. That is a also, really good question. Also, I just found a a post on Reddit from three years ago that said. Only now do I realize how dark The Incredibles is, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just glancing at it. And it's, it looks it is true. Pretty dark movie. It, it is a very dark movie. There's in those newspaper clippings, like when they're talking about the suicide, uh, and they're like talking about peeping toms and stuff like that. It deals with midlife crisis, infidelity, um, suicide, death, and uh, yeah. You know, that's just the name of you. That's why it's such a good movie because it goes, it has depth to it. No one wants a surface level movie. Like a surface level movie is only good for young kids. But like The Incredibles goes so much further than that that you can be, you can be, you can be five years old, you can be fifteen years old, you can be fifty five years old, and it's still something for you in there. And that's what makes it so great, or one of the things that makes it so great. Also, I yeah, that's very true. I just I just read it. I forgot that Mr. Incredible threatened to snap Mirage in half. Yeah. Like a yeah, he did. <laughs> That's a serious line for it. <laughs> well, anyways. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I I'm racking my brain here, Steve. I don't think, uh, I don't think there is any. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I think um, we should move on. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, seeing... It's pretty tough to see when Mr. Incredible's getting sued and, and stuff in court. Like That's pretty tough to watch. Like, he was just trying to help. His only crime was trying to help. Yeah, true. But, like, it's not like those, like, weren't, re like, unrewatchable no. scenes, right? Like, there's nothing like... No, you're right. I'm trying to... If we were talking think. about Incredibles 2... Yeah, I mean... well, we'll probably get <laughs> Um, I think we move on. Yeah, so next category we got is the... Uh, Favorite or best quote of the movie? That's a pretty self-explanatory one. A couple nominees here. I got um, "Don't Bernie Me." That's um, that's a good one. If if everyone's super or no one will be, little syndrome classic. quote there. And then the classic "You didn't save my life, you ruined my death." A little more of a dark one. That is dark. Um, you guys have any others that you can think of there? Uh, I'd have to. You just give me a second. I don't know the exact words, so I need to um, I need to pull it up. But I think it's a I think it's a I classic. Think Tony Loaf is a good quote well, too. What about the entire uh, Mrs. Frozone speech? Oh yeah, Where, yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. That's I don't know how I didn't have that one on here. Where's my super suit? Oh, I am the greater good. Yeah. Yeah, that one's yeah, that one's pretty good. I don't know how I didn't have that one there. That's probably the best. But I think quote. that's the, that's the quote well, that I, everyone knows though. That's like the yeah. mainstream one. Yeah. The next, like, burn, don't Bernie me. That that's a good one too. Don't Bernie me's but it's, solid. It's pretty niche. I think it's not I'm, as good as it's not as good as the Mrs. Frozen or it's Honey, but it's still yeah. pretty good. Um, what I about think, uh, uh, Fly Home, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Wait, who said that? When uh, he's like, they're doing the whole bomb voyage scene, and like mm. he doesn't want him to be there. That's like, another one. Just bon voyage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, I think I think a very subtle but very classic quote is just, "I'm thirsty, 
I'm just trying to get some water. Yeah, I'm just getting the drink. Yeah, that's a good one. What about uh, Edna Mode? What's her? No capes? That's like her. I guess. Her I quote. wouldn't call that the best quote. No. Nah. Yeah, I, I think I personally I gotta give it to. Where's my super Honey. suit? Whole scene, yeah. yeah Great is good. Can, I don't think we can top that. Yeah, I don't think we can. No, top that. I don't think you can. Um. Okay, we got next category here. We got what aged the best. So an um, an aspect or scene of the movie that holds up to this day. Um. A couple of uh. A couple of nominees I got here. Um. I got Mr. Incredible's self-driving car. Modern Elon or OG Elon Musk. Some might say. A little shout out to the Teslas um what age the best i also got superhero movies like that's literally True. like the whole movie scape right now the only thing that would come before is spider-man spider-man and like technically there's the x-men but those were never as popular as spider-man but like it was this was right in the dawn of like dawn of the modern superhero movie this is what you would in the comics this would this would be like the golden age when this came out and then it moved because I think it goes, I'm pretty sure it goes golden, then silver, then bronze. So um, like yeah, so no. superhero movies have aged pretty well. Like, they're one of the most popular genre now. Like, they're their own genre. Everything's, um, every superhero movie, like, every, like, team movie, I feel like has just kind of copied The Incredibles. Very true. Very true. Um, Another thing that aged the best, I have no capes. I guess, like, a lot of superheroes nowadays don't have capes either. True. Homage to Edna, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I also got Samuel Jackson aged the best. He did age, age he pretty, aged pretty good. good. I don't know. Do you guys have any other other ones for this award? Uh, I don't know. It's it's a tough one because it's so broad of a category. Yeah, like, it's a pretty broad it, category. Yeah, but age the best. Like, it's not even like what person or. Yeah, that's true. I also yeah, think it, just it the animation really, like, in general holds up. Oh, it definitely does. Even just looking at these scenes online, like yeah, it's like just as good as any. It, it doesn't like. There's a lot of like like. What's that? What's the term called when it's like like it's the animation is like kind of rough, and it makes them look like weird people? Not there, sure. Isn't there a term? Like it's when, like when animation's bad. It's like a something like the Twilight Zone. Oh. Or like a constant or something like that. Um, I don't know, but like there's a lot of animation that uh, sucked in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. The Incredible oh, still is pretty solid um, to this day. So I'd say that that age pretty good. Um, what age the worst? What age the worst? I have here. Um, it's kind of tough to do this category too because this movie is set in like whatever the 1950s or whatever we figured out last episode. But I have uh, Mr. Incredible's Den with all his newspaper clippings. Like no one has any of those anymore. Like a room that's just filled with newspaper and then I also had Mr. Incredible's sunglasses when he goes to uh, Edna Moe's place. Those I are like pretty rough those. sunglasses. Those are my two. Aren't those almost like Ray-Bans? Like kind dude, of like the Clubmaster sick. Ray-Bans? Aren't those in? Dude, those are nice. Are they glasses. in? No. Man, yeah. I thought those were in. Dude, these are nice. He's looking fly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. No, See, dude, they're too. Yeah, no, I don't. Look at this. They're too small frames, I think. I think the frames are too small. Okay, yeah. I can't argue with that. I think the frames are too small. I don't know. That's that's what I have. Also, I guess, like, you could talk about the computers. Age are, like, pretty bad there. But they're also, like, way cooler. Because remember, like, their whole database. And he's, like, 
plugging in and has to do the password right in the lava walls. That's, That's pretty. I'm just I'm or I was thinking about the his like office computer when he was at the insurance firm. Oh, true. But like that was, that was awesome. also like era appropriate computers though, so you can't really roast that for aging bad. Yeah, that, that's not the fifties, and that's like the nineties. Wouldn't it be? It's ambiguous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the universe. I guess is is tough to make a call, but I I don't really know what else really ages the worst in this. Like the only thing is if there's like you know cultural jokes that just don't land is is but hard. To I make. don't think there was much. Like, were they talking about, like, using a rotary phone at all? Like, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, next category here, we got the Dion Waiters Award. Uh, this is given to a character that uh, does the most with the least amount of time. So, like, think about someone that, like, you remember in a movie that's, like, in there for, like, maybe, like, one to three, one to four scenes. But, like... Rick Dicker. Rick Dicker, good nominee. I also have Bomb Voyage. Bomb Voyage, absolutely. Bernie, Dash's teacher, and Edna Mode. Classic. I'd also throw in Bubblegum Kid. Bubblegum Kid. Two lines. Oh, that's a Two lines. Two lines. Literally, he he's the, I would say he's debatably one of the most important yeah. characters in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Underminer, kind of? I wouldn't give it to Underminer. No. Because the underminer is an ending scene, not a making the movie scene. Very fair. The movie is basically over. Um, yeah, yeah. Other it's characters that would fit in the category that probably the Mr. Huff, the boss, he fits in the category, but I think he just is he's no, overshadowed. I, I never liked him. Um, Tony Radinger? No, definitely not. Um, Mirage? She was too important. I yeah, she 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 was in way more than she was, yeah. She yeah. has she had way more. She was like the number one supporting villain, slash, anti villain yeah. or anti hero. My vote, I, my vote goes to Bernie, bro. I freaking love Bernie. I mine goes to Bubblegum Kid. I guess you could say the babysitter. Uh, babysitter. No, the babysitter I don't. Sucks. No, I'm just. I agree. No. I don't. Think yeah, she fits in the category, but not. It's just too good of a. Yeah. I'm going with baby bubblegum kid. Brennan, who are you going with? Who are you going with, Brennan? You can either tie it up, give someone the edge. Um, I had to go with bubblegum kid. Like, that's just a classic. <laughs> that's a good scene. Like, Bernie's good, don't get me wrong. But bubblegum kid is... Uh... Like, that was totally wicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you what waiting, are you waiting for? for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. Like, classic. Uh, yeah, we all classic. just waiting for something amazing. These are all best quotes, even. That's true. Bubblegum yeah, Kid, man. Have... Sweeping the awards. <laughs> um, what if. Well, we've already done this. We can skip. We can one. skip casting what ifs. Go back to the last episode. Do a little bit of a plug there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could this be made as a 10 episode Netflix series? I what what absolutely. I think I, I, I actually honestly, Brennan, your idea of those characters, those other supers. Yeah. Doing yeah. some sort of series. Of like diving into their their like lore, how they became super, oh. what their lives were when the the world switched. That would be a cool Netflix little animated well, special. Yeah, or they could do a, a ten episode series of um of like back when Mister Mrs Incredible or, or Mister Incredible and, and Elastigirl like right before they met, and they yeah. could do like 
uh, Mr. Incredible kind of does like five missions with five other people, and then a lot. Yeah, or and like how how Mr. People. Incredible and Frozone like became like partners, I guess, or good friends, yeah. right? Like, yeah, well, totally. Because then within those missions, like a... the first few episodes, like Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl could be on their own. You know, then Mr. Incredible maybe he meets Frozone and kind of you know does that. Elastigirl kind of does her thing, and then they meet kind of halfway through, and then they do yeah. a few missions sort of like together. But they're also like struggling that there's that power struggle of like who takes the lead as well as there's still other supers they work with like absolutely a 10 series a 10 episode yeah. netflix series. definitely the sure. prequel i think a prequel with at least three seasons yeah oh yeah and a follow-up movie no. and like <laughs> get some edna og edna mode in there too does like yeah. the first suit design scenes this, would be super was, satisfying uh, this is what i was kind of thinking because yeah I, I was i was a little worried when you say that because i'm like are you like saying remake it i'm like no, it could be world building. Like I wouldn't remake the yeah. movie as a ten no, episode no, no. series. Like this okay. world, oh, I right. guess. Could yeah. there be a ten episode Netflix series in it? You know what I would do? Here's the full here's the full pitch. Let's, yeah, let's go. Everything you just said, you know, and you know, like uh back in the day, superhero, like you get introduced to all these like it's the plot of them uh, uh, Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl falling in love and their first like meeting gets re like shown and um the missions and shows the other heroes and how they collaborated but what you do it you do it in the form of a 1930 serial are you guys familiar with those i partially am so no brennan 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 you would be more familiar so think of the batman adam west tv show oh Oh, yeah so it's like that but even a little bit it's slightly just older and, and, and like the way it's done it's like a little bit more campy you know but it's they're like they're shorter like episodes that was the whole one they're about 20 minutes to 30 minutes max you do these episodes and they're always like they always set up the next episode with like a a kind of like a cliffhanger like what will happen to our faithful heroes because it's similar i think it fits that kind of olden yeah totally so if you do it like a 1930 serial a serial was like a 1930 generally was a war movie um there are there actually was a uh, already a superhero serial back in the day it was the it was a captain america captain serial america, yeah yeah and i think if they did it similar to that but then do this animated style um history i think it would fit the it would fit the kind of aesthetic i think it would be a fun kind of it's it's definitely a pitchable show i think people yeah. would want to watch it and then maybe you could have like rick dicker be the narrator oh yeah exactly i think that's That'd a good idea Dude, that's fire Netflix, where are the contracts? <laughs> yeah, no or kidding. Disney Plus. I mean, sorry. I guess just can't release. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good category. Good category. I have uh, Apex Mountain here. This category is uh, was this movie uh, at any of these actors, directors, anyone involved in the movie? Was it their peak performance? I think it was every wow. single one of them's peak performance because yeah. I don't think they can ever. Yeah, I, I don't so. think you can recover from that. That is a very peak no. performance. Obviously, I think Eli. Brad, <laughs> Eli, yeah. Eli. His whole life is a bad peak, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The man's never going to find love. Like, good luck chasing Hey, that. he's a good size, it's... though. He's a good height, man. He's a good yeah. build. I'm just looking through all the actors just to quickly. Um... It's definitely Spencer, Spencer Fox's Apex Mountain. Definitely um samuel jackson is debatable he was in a couple other movies afterwards yeah he was in a couple movies he's been in a couple movies okay i would definitely say that um mr incredible craig t nelson uh 
He's in some he's in some relatively famous movies, but definitely not anywhere near the Incredibles. What about Brad Bird? I think he this is Brad Bird's. It's his baby, right? I Sorry? think this is. I think this would be his most famous movie. Yeah, yeah. he's Ratatouille, Iron Giant, Incredibles. I think that's his his apex mountain. Um, Holy Hunter. Yeah, I, I don't know. Again, she's in some pretty famous ones. She's pretty famous of an actress, but. What about uh, our homie who did the music, Michael Giacchino? I think he's like a legend, is he not? Yeah, he is. I think he did the Up soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the Up soundtrack. It's it's close. It's close. Yeah. Holy, this guy's a legend. What did he all do? That's the thing. <laughs> Honestly, there's only like really like three or four like, uh, uh composers that like do ninety nine. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's yeah. also true. So you're like you're like oh my gosh, they did this one and this one and this one. <laughs> Because there's like yeah, he's been like, in. He's connected to the Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel Universe, yeah. Jurassic World Universe, Mission Impossible. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, he, this that, guy's that's like the same. Like like if it him Hans Zimmer. Um, now nah, I'm forgetting all the famous. There's the what's the other one? Um, who's the guy who did uh, Toy Story? John Williams. To... John Williams is that's he's Star, Star Wars. Wars. Um, no, uh, Randy Bachman. Classic. And uh, no, it's not Randy. It's Randy Newman. That's Randy Newman, it. Oh, yeah. Randy, that's sorry. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Randy Bachman's Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Apex Mountain for everyone. It's it's literally the Apex Mountain of my life, so shout out to that too. Um True. and then who next won? next category here, who won the movie? Someone who benefited. I mean, I personally won the movie from this movie being created because it's a sick movie. This podcast, I guess. Brad Bird, I have down as a nominee too. I would say That's Eli. Kind of yeah, definitely <laughs> Eli. I guess he really capitalized on on things in this yeah. movie. Well, you know, when you commit that much to a craft, you yeah, you better have yeah, it's 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 a big dub for you. It's a big dub. Um, yeah, that category kind of sucks too. It's not much to really talk about afterwards. Like, did families win the movie? Can that count as a win? Yeah, I'd say like so. Like big super family. It, it, Everyone thinks there's a super family. Were you gonna say something, Brennan? I was going to say, like, it's hard to talk about who's the winner because there's so many. It'd almost be yeah. easier to talk about who's the losers because that'd be, there'd be a lot less. I'd say the only losers are the people who didn't get the parts in the or, audition. Or, like, declined parts. Yeah. Actually, are there any declined ones? That'd be, I haven't looked up yeah, that before. Yeah, let's, let's look that up. Any people declined? What, what do you even search there? How do you original, find that? Original castings for The Incredibles. Yeah. Because like they would have ideal people, but it's it might be too hard to find. It might be pretty hard, or you could look up like an oral history of like Brad Bird saying. Yeah, you'd have to. We could call Brad Bird. I could tweet at him. Um. Yeah, I think I think the oral history probably be easier to find for Incredibles too. Yeah, but if you if you declined a uh, part in the Incredibles, I guess this can also be. But did the Underminer? Did, was he a loser? Or I guess if you have your own video game, I guess that's considered being. Yeah, a loser. he got his own video game, yeah. and then he came back in Incredibles too. Yeah. So can't really yeah, that's that. true. That is true. Um, I, I guess I guess a, a loser would be. Cape manufacturers. Um, so we all know like Brad Bird here ended up, uh, being the voice for Edna, but he actually that wasn't intended. He just actually was filling in for Lily Tomlin, who was supposed to play the part, and Brad Bird filled in. Lily Tomlin. Let's see where she's at. 
Um, you know, sorry, did you guys hear me there? I cut out for a second. Yeah, we got you. We got your take there. Yeah, so that that was a that's, that's one a there. Bit of a big L. I mean, I, Brad killed it, so. Except uh, Lily Tomlin is uh, now Professor Frizzle in the 2017 Netflix sequel, The Magic School Bus Rides Again. She's doing she pretty also, well. She was also the original Miss Frizzle. She's also the original Miss Frizzle, so she's doing pretty well. And she was in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, who did she play in that? Aunt May. Oh. I don't know. I'd take Edna Mode more iconic than all three of those, or all two of those characters. Oh, man. Miss Frizzle? Miss Frizzle's pretty good, but You gotta Edna? respect the Frizz. Yeah. Edna's probably, like, the, the Frizzle of that, of that universe, the Incredibles universe, though, I'd say. A little bit more out there techniques maybe very different characters it's hard to compare yeah that's true i was i don't know if you heard me but brendan i said that a loser of this movie would be people that make capes cape manufacturers because that's like a whole thing of this movie the whole lesson basically no capes that's fair that's so, that's true so if like, you had a cape wow. business in 2004 5 area might not no. be standing back today Just saying did they bring that's up the no capes narrative at all in Incredibles two, I couldn't tell you. I don't think they did. I don't. I don't think so either. Unfortunate. Um, and then last category here is nit, uh, picking nits. Just any nitpicks of the movie. Pretty flawless movie, so it's hard to to nitpick. But, um, I do actually have a note here that the computers that they had were um, like way no, ahead no. of the time zone of what the movie was. I think I think Brennan picked that out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I have here a note here. Personal computers were invented in 1964, which is, I think, is two years before Incredibles started. Incredibles is set in 1962. 1962, yeah. So two years before, so mm. a little bit off. Really and then I, I also have one here. Um, the accident involving Stratogirl. Um, one of the stories that Edna was retelling says in 1957... Um, that uh, she died to a, a four underwing engine jetliner, um, or commonly known as the Boeing 707. And these weren't uh, in service until a year after Edna said that they were created. So it's a little bit of a plot oh. hole there. But mm. yeah. Do you guys have any other nitpicks of The Incredibles? Um, here's a plot hole posted to the Pixar um, forum. Uh, it says that in in the Incredibles, when superheroes are banned and forced into retirement, what kept crime rates from spiking? Not only is it far safer for everyday burglars and muggers to attack, but supervillains such as Bon Voyage have nobody on their level to stop them. That is true. Would it have been just like an absolute purge, or like? Yeah, it doesn't really make sense because it almost seems like crime goes down. And that that brings up another question, and that's a different movie. Is and uh, do. This is actually going into like Christopher Nolan Batman territories, but like, does the superhero create the villains, or are the superheroes created to fight the villains? That is meta. That is the meta. Some people That's say without one. without the heroes, the villains will never come. But there always has to be a yin and yang, mm -hmm. the order to the chaos. Yeah. Food for thought. Totally. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I'm on the Incredibles IMDb. I guess it's like the goofs and character mm -hmm. error page there's actually a lot of them <laughs> really yeah but they're all like well it's exactly what this it's like 
When Mr. Incredible is fighting the Omnidroid for the first time, he gets a cut on his arm. There are many scenes in between that don't show this cut. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know like, about that. People, like, like literally dissect this movie. Um, after Mr. Incredible cuts Dash's steak for him, the next scene shows a fully intact steak. <laughs> oh, no. A plate is seen with broccoli at the side, but the other camera angle, it turns the broccoli into a steak. Holy. During um, the jet sequence, Helen has her travel bag during the missile attack, then disappears after being destroyed by the missile, is supposedly destroyed, and then she doesn't have it when they are in the water, but then it suddenly appears when they are on the Elastigirl <laughs> boat. On the, the date of the newspaper where Bob reads the article about Gazer Beam, it says Monday, May 16th, 1962. The 16th of May in 1962 was Wednesday, not a Monday. It's the biggest one right there. <laughs> that I is know, huge. That really brutal. changes the whole perspective of the movie. I'm just going to be but, honest. That's but maybe why leap years are different in the Incredibles universe, you know? Different leap years. Oh, what? yeah, maybe. Maybe, but I was just going to say, there's, there's a reason why it's not 100. It's only 97. That is true. These things have to bring it down. Because of the stake, the, the travel bag, and the newspaper. Yeah right there violet is not wearing the orange headband before the rocket launch but after it appears on her head there is no way she could have possessed the headband <laughs> if she was not seen holding it in her hand during the before the cave scene <laughs> well it's also funny I, that like they're like talking about these very very minute details but it's also like someone has super speed there's someone that can literally just conjure force fields <laughs> I also think it's interesting how people can post and then people under it says 14 out of 18 yeah. found this interesting. <laughs> oh, like, guys, I got two two mistakes here too. I'll start you off with a little one and we'll go to a big one that's actually, I, I want to rewatch it. Um, when Lucius is putting uh, aftershave on in front of the mirror, he hears a robot runs outside and runs to the window, leaving the bottle of aftershave on the desk with the lid off. When he returns, the lid's back on. It's a little oh. one, but a big one that I'm actually going to rewatch, I think. It's at the 47 minute mark and five seconds. Oh, After no. Helen finds the hair on Bob's suit, she goes to him while he's in the car and says, have a great trip. I love you so much. Bob backs the car to the driveway. He backs out and turns, but his hand on the top of the steering wheel doesn't move. Oh, my gosh. Well, that one is that, that one's one. that he's got a Tesla car. Not, 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 not that not scene. A, this is the old car. Is it the blue car? Yeah, this is like his, yeah. And it, right, what's the has, time? What's, what's give the, us time? the time? 47 minutes, 5 seconds. I'm, I'm, I'm finding it. I've got my Disney. 47 minutes. 47 and 5 minutes. No, Wait, that's, 40... his, that's his car, dog. That's his Incredibile. It's not the blue one. But it, no, it, I think it's the new one, but I don't think it's the Incredibile. I think it's just the new one. Uh, oh. But doesn't this one yeah. turn into the Incredibile? watching the scene i gotta watch the scene give me a second Dude, you tell a, me these on. glasses are stylish they're not bro okay this i don't know this is this is <laughs> ambiguous i'm looking at this there's no way you could not tell whether he moved his hand or not what if he yeah what if he just moved his bottom and kept his hand as like a yeah and slid i find that that's a fake error here oh, okay i'll show it to you do you have it Brennan? um no my it's not loading I... here let me just share my screen yeah. You see it? Oh, there's also a robot that gives him more mimosas. That's I'm on it now. Cool. I could see the glasses are a little older, but they're not too bad. They're not too bad. They're not too bad. What about that suit? The blue on blue on red? 
You look like that's a. Well, he's gonna. Hey, wait, wait. I'm gonna go slow. So it's on top. Yeah. It's still on top, but then it's kind of out oh, of okay, view. Okay, come on. It does evil eyes. But like at this point, I have no idea what his hands are doing. Yeah, like I get what they're saying. I think it was on top, but he could have easily been steering at the bottom of the wheel, you know. So yeah. Okay, here I I got one for you. In his garage, he has three chisel tools on the right side of, like in that scene, and then when it okay. when it cuts to him, the other angle looking at his workbench is the exact same chisel tools on his pegboard of his desk. <laughs> so he's doing a lot of paint chipping, I guess. Boys, I'm just gonna be honest. I kind of feel like watching this whole movie now. That I'm watching these clips. <laughs> Good movie, bro. We just literally did a whole episode. Why it is? Like um, that is crispy, hey? It's pretty good, man. 2005. That is a good, like, that is good quality. Look at the fibers. Yeah, I know. Okay. I have, uh, to finish off the episode, I have, uh, some movie fun facts. Crazy facts about The Incredibles. We'll just do quick hitters and then I think we can call it an episode. What do you guys think? I think that's a good plan. Okay. So the original title was The Invincibles. I think Incredibles is better. Definitely think so too. Because it's just way more satisfying to put incred in front of stuff. The Incredible, Incredibles. Incredibles. The Incredibles? Incred- is that what you just said? Sorry, I was thinking about the awards. The Incredibles. Mm. Oh, that might be the, the podcast episode name. Um. Okay, this fact sucked. Frozone can't use his powers when he's dehydrated. Brennan, you came through. You always do. You did come through, Brennan. <laughs> um, the, the villain was based on the director. I guess Syndrome was based on Brad Bird. Face kind of looks similar. Um, another fun fact, the voice actor of Dash had to run laps while recording. So they got him to run around the studio. I respect that he, he that's like, that's it method is, acting, isn't yeah, it? That's method. <laughs> um, method in an animated movie. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's like Rick and Morty level and uh, method acting there. There's a reason he was nominated at the Young Artist Awards. Yeah, for the, for the laps. <laughs> Um, I bet you they made him get second while he was running the laps, too. <laughs> um, it was the first Pixar movie with humans as main characters. And I remember wow. that term that I was trying to think of middle of the... It's called the Uncanny Valley of when, oh, like... Yeah. Did that ring a bell, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. When, like, animated characters look like... Like, just tough to watch a movie of. Well, the Uncanny... That's not exactly what the Uncanny Valley is. What is it? Uncanny that's what I was Valley. thinking of. Unca- it's not that things look weird it's that uncanny value is when like something looks really like it's kind of what you're saying but also not uncanny value is more like if you see something that's just like very close to human but not but right kinda, yeah yeah that's that versus like if it's just like bad animation that was probably yeah. uncanny valley yeah. that's just like um another one here the first pixar movie rated above g rating which is, I guess, is warranted for those first couple scenes there. Snappy like a twig, yeah. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Um, it forced Fantastic Four to change to compete. I don't, I don't really get that one. I guess because the Fantastic Four movie came out in yeah, 2005. They had to compete with it because it's. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I really like that. That's a, you know, it's a pretty bad movie, but I, I have a soft spot for that movie. But yeah, big Chris Evans, my guy. Yeah. Um. Ratatouille connection, <laughs> um, Bon Voyage, 
also appears in Ratatouille, so a little bit of Pixar theory teaser for you guys there. Um, two stars went on to live action superhero movies, so what age the best? Our category there. Um, Samuel Jackson was Shield, and I didn't know this one, but uh, Holly Hunter, ba Batman v Superman. Yeah, she was that. Uh, she was the judge. Or Senator like the, Finch, apparently. Yeah, Senator. Yeah. yeah. Um, he dies. DC already had a character called Elasta Girl, but there was a dash in between Elasta and Girl, so I guess that's why they had to un a dash the Incredibles Elasta Girl. And but then they gave her a dash. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Um, that is true. They have a dash in there. Yeah. Um. And last one here, it's the only Pixar movie without the Pizza Planet truck. Is it actually? But there's no reference to Pizza Planet in there at all? Um, let's see here. Um, the emission of the vehicle wasn't completely deliberate, however. Um, I don't know. He was busy making the move. It, I didn't think about the Pizza Planets. Brad Bird said, um, dang, they gotta put, they gotta retroactively put it in there, I feel like. Yeah. Turns out someone did not build it into the set, and so the Pizza Planet truck does not appear anywhere in The Incredibles. Mm. Which would... Honestly, it's tough because you could easily have. There are so many just regular car scenes in there that you could have just thrown them in. Sometimes there's a toy car. They could have made yeah. it the. Uh, they could have made it the, instead of the camper van where they fly into the city. It could have been the Pizza Planet <laughs> truck. Could have been the Pizza Planet truck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's just a couple fun facts about the movie. Those are crazy fun. facts. Crazy facts. Those are crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there yeah. any anything else you guys have to finish off the episode? Uh, I think. I think I think we hit on all of what we wanted to say. I think we did too. I don't think we want to, you know, ruin all our material. Yeah. And I think next, the plan for next episode is probably to do similar thing on the Incredibles 2 movie. That one's going to be tough. But it's going to be tough because <laughs> we might have to do a bit of a watch party in between then. To <laughs> oh, for sure. A watch party. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the plan. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Go support our uh, our sponsor, Anchor.fm. Download the app. And uh, this has been the Incredibles podcast. Pierce out. Figure out. Ran it out. This is soon. It's a little notice, but you just clean up the single one. Would I watch? Fly home. Buddy. It's a little notice, but you never know. You don't see. I'm back. It's a little notice, but you just clean up the single one. Would I watch? Fly home.
do this alone. Get over it. Just like